Brought to you by Oklahoma Men's Clinic, the leader in men's health and sexual wellness. Rick and Brad, the cat. Showbiz News Time with Lauren brought to you by Mitchner Farron Jewelers. Your Mitchner Farron warranty is the best on planet Earth. Mitchner Farron Jewelers, Oklahoma's greatest diamond store. So Tiger Woods' split from his ex-girlfriend is getting pretty nasty. She is suing him for $30 million, claiming that he cooked up a scheme to toss her out of their home. Erica Herman is her name. Uh, She and Tiger broke up last (laughs) fall. They had been living together in his Florida home for six years, during uh, which time Erica says that she performed quote-unquote, valuable services for Tiger in exchange for living there rent-free. She admits that uh, she doesn't have that in writing, but she refers to a verbal tenancy agreement, which was supposed to last five more years after their split. So after the breakup, Erica claims that Tiger's people convinced her to pack a suitcase, that she was going on a short vacation without Tiger, (laughs) drove her to the airport, and once they got to the airport, she was told that she had been locked out of the house and could not go back. Wow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here's your ticket. One pretty one. harsh. In the documents... Go ahead. I have a question. What, Your Honor, What? who among us, including yourself, has not cooked up the scheme to get someone out of the house in their lives? I mean, can you really hold him responsible, Your Honor? I think, I think it's interesting that they use the term their house. I mean, yeah. if you're dating Tiger Woods, I don't think it's ever really yeah. our house, is it? Yeah. Right. In the documents, Erica alleges that one of Tiger's lawyers even met her at the airport with a proposal to resolve any outstanding issues between Tiger and her. She also claims that they confiscated more than $40,000 in cash that she had at the house and accused her of doing something shady to get the money. She is suing Tiger's trust. That is the title holder on the house for $30 million, uh, because she claims that that's the reasonable rental value of Tiger's house for the five remaining years on their verbal agreement. Tiger's trust filed documents in response to the suit and said that Tiger had broken up with her and asked her to leave the home, which he shares with his two kids. The trust denies that there was ever any verbal agreement about her living in the home. Instead, Tiger's team says that she was only there as his girlfriend. And basically, once the relationship ended, so did her right to live there. Erica is also asking a judge to declare the NDA that she signed unenforceable. She says that a federal law allows her to speak out in cases involving sexual misconduct or harassment, but so far she has not specified what he allegedly did. It's the Speak Out Act that was signed last uh, July. I mean, you could Wait, sexually assault there? your girlfriend. Yeah, you could uh, yeah, sexually harass is what or, the word was. Well, but you could not sexually assault. harass your girlfriend. You could certainly harass her. Okay, so sure. what, how long was she there? I mean, so all this comes she out was when there. They've been together to for six years. Yeah, I mean, that's... This like, was why, actually, why I think that this is interesting that this is just now coming out because uh, this this all happened last fall. And so somebody uh, that I saw on Twitter pointed out that there are people that look for, you know, 
things that have been filed in court against Tiger Woods, but this wasn't filed against Tiger Woods because the title holder is in the name of this trust. So it sounds like somebody Mm -hmm. just decided to search the name of the trust and discovered all of this. And that's why uh, it's just now being reported. Well, either that or this girl, lady, whatever. I mean, I don't know how old she is, but um, perhaps she tipped somebody off to the fact that this was there in an effort to somehow control Uh, the situation like there was no movement going in the direction she wanted it to go and so if people knew that tiger woods was involved in this maybe she could use that as leverage to get her position i mean there's any number of ways that it could have gotten out there sure just it is interesting though that it didn't come out right away when this happened yeah back in october is when they split up and then this was filed uh pretty quickly afterwards Uh, This is what she says in the documents about the NDA. It says, because of the aggressive use of the Woods NDA against her uh, by Tiger and the trust under his control, Erica is unsure whether she may disclose, among other things, facts giving rise to various legal claims she believes she has. She is also currently unsure what other information about her own life she may discuss or with whom there uh, is therefore an active dispute between Erica and Tiger for which she needs a clarifying declaration from the court. The Speak Out Act, which she is, that's the law that she's using uh, to cite in her lawsuit, was introduced to Congress in July, and it prohibits uh, the judicial enforceability of an NDA agreed to before a dispute arises involving sexual assault or sexual harassment in violation of federal, tribal, or state law. So it's just kind of uh, weird to cite that, but then not cite any allegations. I wonder if you would, if that would be standard to include the allegations in this lawsuit if you're citing that. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that because you don't know. I mean, I, I, my understanding is is that an NDA where you're individually not allowed to talk about stuff is never enforceable with, between you and your legal representative, that you're supposed to be able to seek legal counsel and it's not a violation of an NDA for you to talk to your attorney about it. Um, but it also, it could be, potentially weaponized in that the insinuation of it um, could be a means for you to get around an NDA. But at the end of the day, I think that what it based, if you just take it on face value, what this thing is asking for, it, it, it reads like, I don't know whether it's legal to talk about it or not. And I want a court to tell me that I'm allowed to talk about it, even if it is in a legal filing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I didn't even know that they had broken up, and it sounds like nobody really together. did. I didn't know who she was. I did know that he they were together. Uh, she's been seen at a lot of his golf tournaments. He thanked her after he won the Masters. She was the manager of his restaurant in Jupiter, Florida. That's how they met. Okay. She was managing that restaurant, uh, and then... They got together. She was living with him. You'd see pictures of her with his kids. Uh, so, see, I mean, they were together for six years. So that's a pretty long relationship. But yeah, you got to know that you're probably uh, not going to get half the house. 
you know, that that's Tiger's house if you moved in there with him. And not surprising that he had her sign an NDA. I mean, I'm after not all, surprised that he had her sign an NDA. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's right. I just think it's like, of course they had her sign an NDA after everything that Tiger's gone yeah. through. But it's so, I mean, it is creepy that like, the having the lawyer meet her at the airport and telling her she's going on a trip and then breaking up just break up with her dude i mean the only thing yeah, i know not. about these people having to sign these ndas aside from work-related stuff which even then is sometimes shady the way that they're used and maybe you're, you're too naive or young or inexperienced because just like i said i don't know anything about how an how an nda is presented to somebody unless it's in a in a um a work type situation but you would think that somebody like this going into a relationship with tiger woods would somehow make a carve out of okay well if i'm going to be held to an nda then if the relationship goes south i want you know what sort of like a prenup where yeah. i'm going to get certain and she's saying that that's what they did except it was verbal and that's just not i feel like that's the part that's not going to fly yeah. she's saying that they had a verbal agreement that she would be taken care of five years after if they split well, up but i'm saying that if it's if you got part of it in writing you better have the whole thing in writing rather than the nda is yeah. in writing and we've got a verbal agreement to mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i just don't part, know how see, she thinks the verbal agreement it. Yeah, and then the thirty million—that that's the rental value for five yeah. years. I mean, looking at the house, it probably is, but uh, I, I don't think a verbal agreement's going to fly there. You probably should have had yeah. something in writing for sure. Uh, okay, let's take a break. We'll come back with part two of show business. I don't know if you guys saw that uh, former NBA star Sean Kemp was arrested yeah, yesterday. Good. Pretty crazy uh, mm. story. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel also talks about uh, the Oscars, which is coming up. I think it's this coming Sunday, right? I'd have to look it up. I think. Yes, it is. It is Sunday. Uh, And then Monique. You guys know Monique. She is uh, talking about why she wants a public apology from Oprah. So we'll get into all of that in part two. Rick and Brad Radio. Jimmy Kimmel is hosting the Oscars on Sunday, and he says that he is ready for anything. He says, if somebody comes up on the stage and slaps me, well, I size them up, and if I'm bigger than they are, I beat the crap out of them on television. And if it's The Rock, I run. He said that there's Mm -hmm. been so much said about the slap up to this point that it's just played out, but he said that it would be ridiculous not to mention it. Uh, but he's not planning to make his whole monologue about the slap. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be referenced way more than it should be. <laughs> yeah. By him and by a lot of other people, probably. And the oh, whole no. red carpet pre-show, it's probably going to be filled with questions uh, and comments about the slap. I think we're a good ah. several years from getting away from that story, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, and that and what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? I think will be a big question. Of course. Yeah, it always is. Uh, Yesterday, the story broke that Nick Cannon was going to get a game show 
where he was trying to find the next mother of his child. And then it came out that that was just a prank. It's just a teaser for a new show called Celebrity Prank Wars, hosted by Nick Cannon and Kevin Hart. It is going to premiere April 6th on E! The premise is that they just help celebrities pull pranks on each other. Uh, participants will include Anthony Anderson, Tiffany Haddish, Taraji P. Henson, Lil John, Joel McHale, Chance the Rapper, T-Pain, and Robin Thicke. Uh, here is Nick Cannon talking about how that whole show was fake. I got you. Having my baby with Nick Cannon is not real, y'all. But my new e-show with Kevin Hart, Celebrity Prank Wars, is real. There's nothing that besties do better than pranking each other. <laughs> and that's why we created Celebrity Prank Wars, the show where we help our famous friends pull off some of the most elaborate pranks. <laughs> Celebrity Prank Wars. The prank off begins April 6th, only on E! you say that uh, Tiffany Haddish was one of the people on there? Yes, yeah. and she is also coming to uh, Oklahoma City with Burt Kreischer on July 9th at the Paycom Center. It's kind of a cool thing that he's doing. I'm not a big fan of comedy in arenas, but this is it's sort of like a traveling comedy festival. It's called the Fully Loaded, I think is the name of it. Yes. And Oklahoma City is one of the cities that they're going to come to. It's a Burt Kreischer and a bunch of comedy people that are in his circle. And then Tiffany Haddish, I, I don't really know of her and Burt Kreischer having any sort of connection. But she's on, I don't know if she's doing every date, but she's on the Oklahoma City date. Yeah, Burt Kreischer, Big J. Okerson, Chad Daniels, who's really funny, Mark Normand, uh, Rosebud Baker. Ralph Barbosa and Tiffany Haddish. And tickets go on sale to the general public at 10 a.m. Uh, tomorrow. So What's 10 the day? 10 a.m. Friday. July 9th. Okay. I don't know what day of the week that is. I'm just trying to find out. I think it is. I think the 4th is like a Monday or Tuesday. So it's probably a Friday. July 9th nice. is a Sunday. Oh. It's better than a Tuesday. For sure. But it'd be nice if it was like a Saturday or a Friday. Uh, Monique just gave a new interview to The Hollywood Reporter, and she discusses the origins and current standings of her public feuds with Lee Daniels, Oprah Winfrey, and Tyler Perry. Uh, everything started in 2004 when she met Lee Daniels. The following year, she appeared in his uh, directorial debut, Shadow Boxer. And from there, she says that she and Daniels never stopped communicating all the way up to her starring role in the 2009 film, Precious. Uh, she, uh, that film quickly earned critical praise and was part of the award season discussion. And Monique declined to go on a press tour without being compensated for her time. And she said that that's when the rift began. Uh, she was supposed to get on a flight to attend a film festival in support of the movie, and she claims that Lee Daniels told her in a phone call, I agree with what you're saying, I just don't think it's going to play out good for you. And she said, and that was a problem, the problem of how could this fat black woman say no to the powers that be in Hollywood? Uh, she says that that's what she told Oprah Winfrey at the time, too. 
Uh, she said, Oprah, I'm doing a talk show. I'm doing a comedy tour. I have a husband and I have babies. Uh, I'm not going anywhere because I'm not obligated to go anywhere. I've done my part. And so she says that we uh, mutually agreed to disagree. And she said then the next thing she knows, she was being considered difficult and hard to work with. And she added that she felt like she was blackballed in Hollywood. She says mm. that she thinks that she deserves an apology from Oprah. Uh, she says that she has tried to reach out to everybody she could to try to get to Oprah, but she has heard nothing in response. Do you have any thoughts on all of this? Yeah, I'm uh, surprised it's so hard to get a hold of Oprah for a public apology. I mean, you'd think that'd be like, <laughs> that's going to be tough to do. <laughs> right. I don't, it doesn't matter who you are. And I don't know that that's really the full story either. I mean, I'm sure Oprah's got a different version of that. So, yeah. I would. Think, I also bummer, get, I would think that now we know for sure that those stories were out there that she was difficult to work with. That that for sure happened because I remember reading some of those stories. But I, I would think that there would be plenty of opportunity. I, I'm not saying that it was offered to her, but I would think there would be plenty of opportunity for her to have been in things. Meaning that there's plenty of roles that she could have played. And d didn't she win the Academy mm -hmm. Award for Precious? I don't remember um, if she won that. I don't feel like she did. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I had it in my mind that she did, but maybe she was just nominated. And I, I think she I was just nominated. Too. But um, it's not like she can't act, and it's not like I, – I, I mean, I just – I think that there is uh, – I think there's maybe something to this. Oh, she did win. Yeah, she yeah, did win the Oscar. What was her role? She was Best Precious's Supporting mom. Actress, Precious's mom. I just don't know, Do does anybody else get compensated when they go on press tour? I mean, it would be one thing if everybody else was getting paid and she was the only one that wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know yeah, the answer to that. I, I I don't know, do they get paid as part of that? I think yes. that's considered part of their duties when they make a salary for a film is to help promote it. Right. Um, I, I mean, if that they should were saying, be in the contract, though, I guess, if they... If right. that if those are part of her duties, then it, it needs to say that in the contract. And I don't know. She's never said whether or not that was in writing or not. If they were saying, we want you to go to Cannes and you've got to pay your own way to Cannes, that's a different story. Yeah. But um, in terms of just going out and trying to publicize the film, you've got a vested interest in that just by virtue of the fact that you're in it. Sure. Yeah. But it would probably be smart, like if that was expected of her, uh, it would probably be smart if that was in the, the contract that she signed, but I don't think that anybody's getting paid to go, you know, compensation to go on a press tour and promote No, they the are. They, it's, it's in every contract. Yeah, it's in every contract. You get paid for that or don't. I mean, if you don't, you don't go typically, especially at that level, but it's in their, their uh, deal memo right up front about PR well, that makes me kind of change my mind then. I mean, maybe it should have. So if she's saying it's not, but it was for other people, um, yeah. then I kind of see why she wouldn't want to go. Yeah, and you, do that. they don't go. I mean, you can't get anybody to go do anything if they don't have it in writing. So I'm surprised yeah, you would that she think. would go and spend her own dime or whatever to do that. Yeah. But like uh, Sean, Brad said, I mean, it is it is fun and it is in her best interest since she's in the movie and stuff. But still, those things get right. Get it's got to be in writing, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Kemp was arrested following an alleged drive-by shooting yesterday in Washington, according to Tacoma police. An altercation between two cars broke out at 2 p.m. 
and resulted in shots being fired in a shopping mall parking lot. Cops say one car fled the scene and a gun was recovered. No injuries were reported. 53-year-old Kemp, a six-time All-Star, was booked for felony drive-by shooting at 6 o'clock p.m. and is still in custody at the Pierce County Jail. That's a Class B felony, which carries up to a 10-year prison sentence. He did have uh, two previous arrests on drug-related incidents back in 2005 and 2006, and he has since ventured into the cannabis industry, opening a dispensary Uh. in 2020, uh, but he had gone all that time without getting into trouble since 2006, and it sounds like something happened. That's not very smart if you're firing off. Somebody had video of it, too, where he's firing off these shots at a mall parking lot at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's probably never a good call. Which would be a Rick and Brad rule. Shots at a mall parking lot. Yeah, never a good call, regardless of the time on the clock. Right. Just a little more ridiculous, though, that it was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, that is it for Showbiz News today. Thank you, Cron. Ricky Brad Radio on the Cat. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I thought this was kind of fun on uh, Reddit. A conversation was started about, I think it began with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith after the Chris Rock thing this weekend. Um, But somebody said, who is least likable in these celebrity couples? And I thought, oh, that is a, that's an interesting proposition. So like Will Mm -hmm. Smith and Jada Pinkett, who do you think is, who do you like less of those two? I like them um, and dislike them equally. Bad. Yeah, I, I would uh, probably, um, I think Jada, probably. I think most people would say Jada because Will has always been his entire career kind of a likable guy. But I'll tell you, when Jada came on, I don't even remember what she was promoting when she came on. I was very charmed by her. I thought she was a really interesting and nice person, but just her... I kind of feel like her about her the way I feel about Nancy Grace. Like her public persona, I don't like at all. But when I dealt with her one-on-one, I kind of liked her. I thought she was cool. Mm. But I, I think most people would probably agree and say Will is the more likable of the two. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry? Harry. I'm sure that people dislike Meghan Markle more than they oh, dislike This is not Prince a survey. Harry. I don't have answers on these. This is just what you think. Yeah, I I like Harry better. I kind of just feel equally about. Yeah, them. I don't yeah, like I either one would, of them. 
I, I dislike yeah. them both equally. I, I don't have one that I, I think she's I don't hot. dislike or like them. I'm just like they're there. They don't well, really bother me. But I, they... Previously, I would have said I don't list, dislike or like them either. But having been inundated with info about them over the last year or two, I have grown to dislike them. <laughs> I'm bothered by the fact that I have to hear about them all the time. I just don't care. Okay, Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Um, Gosh, I, I like uh, Ben better. Yeah. <laughs> so basically in all these, the women are immediately like, Ugh. but I think that's how, I mean, I think you're probably right. I think, well, I think J-Lo may have more fans in society than oh, Ben yeah. Affleck. Sure. I kind of like probably. Ben Affleck. Yeah. I, I think he would be a cool guy to hang around with. I think he'd be fun. I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with him. But I think he would be a fun guy to have as a pal, um, and I'm just I'm not a fan of J Lo. Not J Lo. I would have like to her. like if I'm going out with J Lo. I can't just like throw on a hat and not wear makeup. I just feel like no. that's a high maintenance friendship. Even I, I find her. Yeah. I just find her off putting. I think that she values herself way higher than I think that she is as a celebrity. Um. Okay, I, I've got a, I've got an answer on this one. This guy, and by the way, I did not go to the girl to the say that the female was dislikable every time. Kron, I said I didn't like Prince Harry and Meghan Markle equally, and well, Will, Will and Jada. I liked, I liked Jada one on one, but I don't mm-hmm. care for her public persona. And this one, I definitely don't like the guy. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of opinion of Blake Lively, but Ryan Reynolds, I'm not charmed by Ryan Reynolds at all. So I would say that Blake Lively is the more likable of the two in that one. What about you guys? Yeah, yeah. I like both I mean, of them. I like both of them, but I, but I definitely. I mean, I just Blake Lively. So like, yeah. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Uh, I, I hate to do it, but I'm. I, I don't. I've never been a Chrissy Teigen fan. I don't get her. She just married John Legend. What is she famous for? Why do we know her? Just for being his wife? I don't uh, care about either one of them, frankly. I'm not a John Legend fan. Yeah, I don't I'm not dislike a fan. I'm not a fan. But I, I'm just, they're, they're another pers- pair that I'm like, I don't need to hear about either one of them. Okay. Personality wise. Um, yeah. Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. I like Gwen better. There's a, there's one of the ladies. Yeah, I, I mean, I just feel like I like both of them. And I mean,. I don't love them. I don't dislike them. They're both fine. I like them both. I, I, I wouldn't go out of my way for for to, to go see either one of them, but I like them. Yeah, but I like them. I think them. they're both likable people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce? I like both of them. Rick, you have an opinion there? I, I, not really. I don't... They're not on my uh radar <laughs> not really okay, i mean i guess see, i would let me see say, if i don't even know anything about on here that would be more on your radar um well everybody else is it's just dax shepherd and Kristen bell yeah i love both of them um i think i would probably be a more of a dax man <laughs> gosh i really am like all about the dudes <laughs> seems like except right. Gwen stefani I you have a choice on either one of those yeah, I like both of them. I think they'd both be fun to hang out with. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, David or Victoria Beckham? Oh, I think they're. I don't. I go David Beckham. I kind of. I mean, if you got to pick one, for some one of them. them. Yeah. I don't care about I, either one of them. I don't dislike them or like them. I just kind of like who cares. There was yeah, a time that I felt I like they Beyonce. were more high profile than they should be. That there was a lot of coverage of David, but I don't see it anymore. I don't dislike him. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't really don't have an opinion of either one of them, yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. I would have nothing to that, talk about with either one of them. Yeah, that's how I am about Beyonce and Jay Z. I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't have any. I got nothing. Yeah. Boy, it is interesting though when you look at that list of names. That in a lot of celebrity couples, there's one or the other that is somewhat polarizing. Yeah. Meghan Markle, I guarantee you, the majority of people would say, "Oh, I like Prince Harry," but Meghan. Well, Markle, out of all those, somebody mm-hmm. would. Yeah. I mean, I think with the exception of maybe. The Beyonce and Jay-Z and Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. I think a lot of people don't feel like there's a polarizing person in that relationship. Some of them, like they had Justin and Haley Bieber on this list. I don't know anything about Haley Bieber, so I have no opinion of her one way or the other. I don't care for Justin Bieber, so I'd probably pick her by default just because I don't know anything about her. She may be a horrible person, but I don't know anything about her, and I'm not a big fan. I'm not a fan at all of his. I, I was just thinking, so what if cool. somebody put... I, I know, you're a believer. <laughs> she's cool. I, I like Justin Bieber, too, actually. He's, like, turned a corner and everything here lately. She's but like, his, his wife is cool. What, what's cool about opinion. her? I know Lauren. She's, like, 20. Uh, I just think Isn't she's... She? <laughs> I, I oh, just I don't, don't know. know anything I, about I, her. I just, I've seen her on interviews, and I, I think um, she carries herself cool. She's pretty sharp. I saw the documentary with the two of them, with my daughters, and I thought, wow, she's actually a pretty cool person. So she's got know, it together. She seems like, yeah, she's kind of not like, uh, you know, you'd think some big diva with a thing. She's actually a pretty just chill, laid back person and keeps kind of him on track and stuff, it seems. But like. why would so. she be a diva? Like, no, I don't think she like would be. I'm just saying. She's, I mean, right. she is, but yeah. you know what I mean. It's not like she's. Which bald one yeah, is she's her not. dad again? Which bald one? She's uh, Bill, not Billy, um, Steven. Steven. She's Steven's Steven. kid. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking uh, if you were to say Blake Shelton and Miranda Lambert, mm-hmm. when they were still married, I think a, a lot of people would say that Miranda Lambert was the most polarizing one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was more polarizing than Gwen Stefani, but there were a lot of good things about her. I mean, she did a lot of good stuff. She opened that place, that store down there in Tishomingo, and she did a bunch of animal rescue stuff. And I know that she's a polarizing figure just because she's very outspoken. But I think it's interesting that, to kind of to your point, you didn't say this, but women tend to get punished more for being outspoken than guys do. A guy can be outspoken about something, and it's like not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Well, and then people thought... You know, because Blake Shelton was married when he and Miranda Lambert met. And so she had the whole, like, homewrecker right, right. label slapped on her. And it's just, like, what about Blake Shelton, who actually, like, left his wife? Like, you know, she was getting blamed for the right. whole thing. Well, and it's like, okay, but let me play the other side of that. I mean, because, or what if we shouldn't blame either one of them? Miranda Lambert. A relationship. Miranda Lambert hooked up with Blake Shelton when he was married, and then she hooked up with the Turnpike Troubadours dude when he was Right, oh. but I'm saying. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents. 
We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Like this would have been before that happened when she just hooked up with Blake Shelton before right. people that just kind of solidified people's theories about her when she did that. Well, what that illustrates more than anything is how you don't know somebody even though you think you do. They can have a an image that they have created and i'm not saying that that's not part of no, who that's that the person image that is. people had of her <laughs> yeah I, they called her a home wrecker. no 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 no. i'm saying that i'm talking i'm taking it the other direction and saying that the person that you're sympathetic to sometimes is not the person that you think that they are i'm not saying that that's blake shelton and i'm not saying that blake shelton is not a good guy in other aspects of his life but the dude did leave his wife for miranda lambert you know what I mean? Like I, I right. don't care. That has nothing to do with me. Yeah, but maybe it was the right call. If Who if knows? that's yeah, the, we don't know what the status of that relationship was before they split up, and he's certainly not the only person that ever did that. But I just think it's funny because we pass judgment on these things. Wow, the one person yeah. that oh. I said that I had a personal opinion on this, like an actual personal opinion, and it's only because I don't claim to know Jada Pinkett Smith. We just had her on the show, and I liked talking to her. I thought she was very engaging and, and good at it and very nice and pleasant to deal with. Um, I don't know anything about most of these people, and that's yeah. what I'm saying about Haley Bieber. I don't I don't know the first thing about her, except well, that could, she's a Baldwin kid. Yeah, and you could say that about anybody on this list. You know, what we're judging them on is what their, their media persona, persona yeah, or, yeah pers- persona is and i mean they may be a completely different person now you use the example of nancy grace who we both thought was awesome uh when we interviewed her but it has like this completely she puts on that persona on camera all the times so i feel like she's leaned into it harder than some of the yeah. people on this list well have. the difference between her and some of these other people is is that she embraces a public persona that is um, polarizing, that is right. somewhat uh, antagonistic. And most people may be antagonistic and polarizing in real life, but the persona that they put out in the public, and she's actually, and we've had her on a bunch of times, and every single time, she's very charming and nice and sweet mm-hmm. and like not yeah. that way that you think she is based on the character that she portrays by character, I mean at, just the the person that she presents herself to be on the show that she had. At the end of the call, usually, doesn't she say, hit me up, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah. she's I mean, always I, I very, very... Like hey, listen, I think she invited me to Thanksgiving dinner that one time yeah, that we had that's what on. I'm saying. Yeah, boy. So, anyway, I just... It's, it's interesting that, how Justice. your... Um, your 
your <laughs> perception of somebody based on what they present in the public is. The Rick and Brad Show. Okay, now this is good news, but don't go getting too excited about it because I'm going to point something out to you. Uh, two guys in Canada got into a, a, an argument, two neighbors. <clears throat> one guy swore at the other one and threatened him holding a power tool in a menacing way. And in response, the other guy flipped him the double bird. Boom. So now the guy who swore at the other dude with the power tool was upset by that and went and filed a criminal harassment claim against him for flipping him the bird. Wow. There is a ruling out this week in this case. The judge said giving someone the middle finger is, in his words, quote, a God-given right that belongs to everyone. (laughs) It may not be civil. It may not be polite. It may not be gentlemanly. Nevertheless, it does not trigger criminal liability. Mm. He said he wished he could literally throw this case out the window. (laughs) Now, here's the thing before you get all excited about it. Remember, this is a ruling in Canada. This is not a U.S. court that made this ruling. Uh, So I don't know what kind of precedent it will have in the U.S. courts. But, I mean, if anything is a God-given right... You got two middle fingers, so I would mm-hmm. think that that's God-given because God gave you them two fingers. Right. I mean, I don't think God gave it the meaning that it's got. I think we did that, but you still have that finger, and yeah. I don't know why. I mean, it, 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 talk about being triggered. Some dude flips you. You threaten a guy with a power tool. He flips you the bird, and then you go file a court case against him. Yeah. So, again, I, I would just remind you before you – get all loose with your flipping of the bird just yeah. remember this is not a u.s court so right. we don't have we any let those fingers fly just careful we don't know how this is going to work out when it comes when it comes south of the border we'll have to figure that out i think in oklahoma we most judges would probably be agreeable with what the canadian guys did i don't know i think it depends on who you're flipping the bird to right to bear fingers that's right new amendment the constitution right to bear your middle finger you could take my bird. I saw if there was a uh, photo array. I don't remember which website it was. One of the websites that I go to, like maybe Ultimate Classic Rock or something. And it was a, a a compendium of all these different rock stars flipping the bird. And, I mean, it went on and on and on oh, nice. and on and on. There were a million of them. Some of them were great. Keith Richards, there's a classic photo of Keith Richards flipping the bird, uh, but it was pretty great stuff. And, and again, in the eyes of the courts of Canada, God-given right. Thank you. Sure. Rick and Brad Radio. Something went wrong here. There was a, uh, a little police situation. Uh, they were called to um, a, let's see, where was it? Somewhere in Florida. <laughs> and... Um, some of the people involved here went to jail. Two out of the three went to jail. Uh, it was a romantic interlude with three people involved. Got into an argument, and then things got violent for some reason. So you got three people, a 31-year-old guy, a 29-year-old female, and a 20-year-old woman. So I wonder if you could figure out what happened just from that, if that's enough clues. Um, but they... I don't know. I looked at the mugshots of these people. There were two of the three, the two that got arrested. Right. I mean, I don't don't know. That's not a video I'm going to watch. Yeah. I feel like 
maybe the 20 year old was the center of controversy anyway they stormed out of the house and the guy ended up uh picking up a cinder block threw it through the back window of the victim's car and so now he's arrested for a felony charge of throwing a deadly missile never heard of that one before um but yeah that's a pretty not good way to end a threesome a menage a trois with trois of them and or two of them in jail and then one of them i guess just went home i don't know what i walk of shame I woke up this yeah. morning i was in a great effing mood I was gonna have a menage yeah. a trois 67 percent of us are in jail Mm. So I don't know what the takeaway is here. I guess don't have a threesome if you're about the same age and bring a 20-year-old chick into the rack with you. And then, of course, don't throw a cinder block through a victim's, through a car window, because that's a felony charge. Now, go take on the day. Okay. Glad we could help. Those are things you might want to know if you're going to be in Rocklahoma. The Rick and Brad Show. On the cat. This is sort of an interesting proposition. In Texas, researchers say that they have discovered a hormone injection that will make people sober twice as fast. Uh, And the way, I mean, how about this for a research project? They got mice drunk and then gave them this hormone to see, uh, they got them pass out drunk and then gave half of them this hormone to see how it worked. And the mice that were given the hormone sobered up twice as fast as yeah. the ones that were not given the hormone um they also did a second experiment where um that well they injected the first group with a binge dose of alcohol and then some of the mice got the hormone injection and they tracked how in the one and again the ones sobered up a lot faster they got the hormone injection so now they have to find out if it's safe for use on humans and if there's any kind of of um side effects from it but what is interesting about it is it's, it could wind up being they say kind of like uh, narcan for alcohol poisoning so if somebody gets so drunk then you could give them this and not that they would be sober enough to drive but if somebody had yeah. alcohol poisoning it could save their life but it also in my mind could be what's the thing uh uh not Sudafed what's the what's the shot that you that out that uh people with allergies have to carry the little thing you know what I'm talking about um, an epi- yeah yeah the EpiPen epi- it could yeah. be like an EpiPen so if you get too drunk and you're going to go home with a lady you give yourself a dose mm-hmm. of uh, this hormone and then you figure out whether you were just just wanting to do it for the beer goggles or yeah. if it was really up to your standard I mean, I, where do you put the shot? I think I said lady, but it could be either way. I mean, ladies could use it too yeah. for the guy that they might be thinking about going and hooking up with. Uh, I don't know. You could put it in your thigh, I guess, like you do with an EpiPen. You got to mm-hmm. be able to self-administer it, right? Now, I don't know. I, maybe there's more of a demand for this than I realized, and I don't know if there's that. I mean, I I shouldn't say this because I don't know the numbers. I have no idea how many people die of alcohol poisoning, but I do know that alcohol poisoning is brutal, and a lot of people suffer from it. I don't know how many people it actually kills, um, but there certainly are some. So maybe this is something that there is a need for, but. I would think when you go to pitch the idea that I'm going to get mice drunk and then see if I can get them sober faster, that'd kind of be a tough pitch. 
Because yeah. it, it, what it yeah. would say to me 2, is... 2,200 people die from alcohol poisoning annually. Wow. That is a shocking mm. number of people. Now, percentage-wise, out of the population, that's not that much. But still, that is way more than I would have thought would die from alcohol poisoning every year. Well, did but anyone do the... Overdose deaths, how much? How does that compare? Well, you tell yeah. me. You have the numbers. I don't. I, I got to yeah. believe overdose deaths are way higher. There were 106,000. Overdose deaths? Drug-involved overdose deaths in 2021, 2,200 alcohol poisoning Oh, 2,200. I thought you said 22,000. Yes. So, yeah, no, no, 2,200. 2,200. Yeah, that is, that's a, a micro... I mean, I'm sure if you're one of the families of those 2,200... Yeah, 2,200 it's people. It's a big number. Yeah. It's a big number, but um, comparatively speaking, it's a drop in the bucket. But, I mean, you know, and who knows where this thing could go. It might wind up being uh, something that could eventually help treat alcoholism or something. So, who knows? 76%. Yeah, it could be like an Ozempic thing. Yeah. What's that? It says 76% of those who die from alcohol poisoning are men between Hmm. the ages of Mm -hmm. 35 and 64. Uh, two things surprising about that. Um, I don't know if I'm surprised that it's men or not. I don't know why it would be more biased towards one gender, but the age group is way older than I would have thought. Yeah, because mm. I was thinking the last time I saw somebody with alcohol poisoning, it was like in college. Right. I would think that it would be really younger people, but maybe the problem is 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 that alcohol poisoning your body as you get older, and especially if you've been hard on your body with alcohol, you know, that your liver can't process like it did when you were younger and so you reach a point where your body just can't process the alcohol out the way that it could have when you were younger so maybe yeah. that's why when you're older it's it could be more lethal but yeah my guess would have been that I, I bet if we knew the raw numbers on who suffers from alcohol poisoning i bet you young people are way higher just in terms of getting alcohol poisoning yeah probably i don't have that stat here but i would have guessed it kind of surprised me the men die from it just because they're bigger than women and you think could tolerate more alcohol this hormone is called fibroblast growth factor 21 or fgf 21 it's produced naturally in the liver but they discovered that being able to boost the dosage helps process the alcohol out of your system so who knows where it goes but i thought it was interesting that that one, they were just getting mice drunk so they could do these experiments on them, and two, that it actually kind of worked and maybe something that uh, winds up being maybe more common later. Rick and Brad, the cat. One of our favorite uh, sites, the Lifehacker site, has got a new list out of things you should clean yourself when you go to a hotel room, the eight things. And there's one of them on here that I always wonder about, and I think surely they clean that. Um, what are you? You want to take a guess at some of these? Well, I'll I mean, the obvious really one is the remote control. I mean, everybody uses that's the remote. Number one, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the one that everybody knows. And so, aside from that, the other one that I have always heard is they wash the sheets. They they do do mm-hmm. a lot of cleaning, but they don't typically, or if they do, it's very rare. Like <laughs> once a month or something, maybe that they wash the comforter. So the comforter usually is something yeah. Like, like you don't want to lay on top of the comforter. You'd want to go ahead and fold it down. Yeah, but it's other so... than that, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I I would think like the la- the light switches. Maybe I doubt if they wash those down. Yeah, that's number four on the list. You got the phone in the mean, room. Oh yeah, but who uses the, the phone, phone in you the got room? Your own phone. I mean, number sometimes five, you do to the... call the front desk or something. Get room service, right? <laughs> Right. Um, the, the toilet handle. 
Um, oh, I didn't think they about don't clean that. that. People don't wash their hands before they touch it. It's part of the, you know, part that gets overlooked. Probably they say uh, the coffee maker obviously is one of them. People do all kinds of random stuff with that just on purpose. And same thing with the mugs and the, you know, have you ever seen somebody come into the room and wipe down the mug? They use the rag they've cleaned everything else with and. Well, most it's places I go, I mean, at least, you know, I may be staying at low-rent places, but they've got cups plastic. that are in plastic wrap. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I don't even, I don't know the last time I stayed at a place that just had a ceramic mug. Yeah. Um, the other ones are a handle on the mini fridge. That's a good one. Uh, phone light switches, the, all the door handles. And then uh, the one we left out is the nightstand. Surfaces in general probably don't get wiped down enough by the staff there. And the TV remote, I would think that pe- they would pick that up and wipe that off really good because that's probably the thing people use the most. But And sometimes they're in plastic bags when you check in to different hotels, and it's a reminder of like, oh, I should probably get some or those wipes or something and just... I have never. Yeah, don't you it, think they just they're, toss they're it back in those sometimes. plastic bags? I've never gone yeah. to a hotel that had the remote in a plastic bag. Now, again, I'm not oh, staying yeah. at the high end places like you guys probably are, but <laughs> at the La Quinta, I've never gotten a, the remote in a bag. Yeah, maybe it was kind of. Um, like, I definitely noticed it more during like COVID. Like, well, I think they were COVID more. They, everything was more elevated during COVID. They were paying way more attention to all of that stuff. But now it's like maybe the, it's like everything else, just back to business as usual. Yeah, I think they should just put one of those tubes of disinfectant wipes in everybody's room and let them double down just in case. Because that's gross. Now, I have had that at a couple of hotels I've stayed at where they put wipes. Like, the there have been a couple of those individually wrapped um, yeah, you'll get Clorox wipes or whatever yeah, next to the remote wipes. control or next to the, to the uh, telephone. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, there you go. Uh, wipe that stuff down then. I mean, you might even hit the toilet seat one time, too, with a wipe or something, because you don't know whose ass has been on that. Well, but, you know, if it's got that Miss America sash on it, it supposedly it's been sanitized yeah, for your protection. Yeah, sanitized for your protection. The Rick and Brad Show. On the cat. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.